Got dreams of being a professional podcaster, but have no idea what you're doing? This is impossible. That's about to change. A new kind of school. Welcome to the Pod School Podcast. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm wondering whether there's something in the podcasting waters at the moment because I've received quite a few emails over the last couple of weeks about mixes from people who are just starting out. Some of them have purchased mixes. Some of them are wondering if they should. So I thought it might be a good time to do an episode on mixes to tell you a little bit about what they do and why you would need one, but more along the lines of why you don't need one. I'm not sure if something's gone out on the interwebs that has told podcasters that they definitely need a mixer, but let me be the one to tell you that you actually don't. It could be a bit of expensive overkill if you buy a costly one. And there are a lot of products out there that can do the job that you need uh, depending on what you're looking at a mixer for. So really there's only a few reasons that you might need a mixer. The first is if you have analog microphones. So those are the microphones with the XLR plugs, which is the little three-pronged plug rather than a USB mic. If you are recording into a computer, not an external recording device that actually has a little plug for those XLR mics, if you want to get the sound from your microphone into your computer, you can't plug that little three-pronged thing in there. So often people will use a mixer as the bit in between and you can actually plug that three-pronged plug into the mixer and then plug the mixer into the computer. There's also a thing called a digital audio interface, which can be just a simple a way of getting the sound from your analog microphone into your computer. But if that is all you are using the mixer for, if that's the only reason that you've got it, then I would just advise that you got an audio interface or alternatively that you got a recording device like a Zoom where you can record directly on. It allows you to sort of have control over the levels of each of the microphones. So you've got more control than just plugging it in and recording whatever rolls down. And you don't have to have the complexity of a mixer. The other reason that somebody might use a mixer is if they want to have multiple channels of input. So maybe you want a whole bunch of different microphones. Again, if you use a USB mic, which plugs directly into your computer, you basically remove all of the need for a mixer if you're just using it to um, convert to digital. But the limitation of using a USB microphone is that you can only use one. You can only plug one. Even if you've got multiple USB ports, you've got to do a bit of configuring to actually get it to read more than one microphone. So what a mixer can do is allow you to have multiple microphones. So you could have as many as you want. There are plenty of mixers that have a bunch of different mic ports. So you can maybe have six microphones. I don't know why you would want to because it's probably too many voices, but you can have multiple microphones plugged in, but you can also use the channels to plug other things in. So you might want to use one channel to plug in an iPad that you use for sound effects as you're doing your show. You might want to plug another one to plug your phone in so that you can take phone calls or have Skype there. You might want another one to plug your PC in so that you can play YouTube videos on as you go. And the reason that you would do that really is if you were doing things a bit more live. So this is actually a good thing to have if you're doing your shows live on stage in front of an audience. So obviously you're not going to just record the raw audio of you or you and your co-hosts talking and then edit stuff in later. If you are doing a live show, you're going to want all of that stuff to actually play live. So if you had music, intro music that you wanted to play, and then you were going to start talking over 
over the top of that intro music and then halfway through you play an audio clip that you're going to refer to and then maybe you take a call from somebody. If you wanted to put all of those elements into your show and record that as it's happening, then you would certainly need a mixer because it will allow you to have all of those different things on different channels and play them at the same time and then record the output of that. Chances are, if you are just starting out, you're not going to need anywhere close to anything that complex. So if you just bought a mixer or you're just thinking about buying a mixer because you think that's how you plug a microphone into a computer, that's not actually the case. As you're getting more comfortable with audio and if you want a bit more control over what you do and you want to run things a bit more live, so maybe you do want to have a bit of music in that plays under you actually talking, maybe rather than putting your outro and intro in to the show afterwards when you're editing, you want to actually do that live. Maybe you do want to play a YouTube clip when you're talking about it, so you want the ability to do that while you're actually recording the show. If you get to the point where you want to do that sort of stuff, a mixer will certainly come in handy. But I advise when you're just starting out to record your audio and just do that cold and then put in those elements after in the edit. Because what having a mixer does and you know what having all of those elements playing at the time you're actually recording your voice does is at a level of complexity that means that your mind is often on the panel, the mixing panel, rather than on your show. So when you are just starting out, it's always better to just be in the moment with your co-host or your guest and then worry about all of those bells and whistles later. Of course, one of the other reasons to have a mixer is that there are a lot of knobs on there that you will see. They're quite intricate and involved and they can give you control over certain aspects of the audio like EQ. But again, if you're just starting out that's more of an audio engineer's domain and if you start to get more familiar with audio then you can start to play around with that kind of stuff but at least when you're starting out it is much easier if it's just going to be you talking and you're going to maybe have guests on Skype or you'll have another guest somewhere and they'll be recording in via Zencaster or they'll be recording their audio locally and you're recording your audio locally. All you need is a USB mic to plug into your computer there. Alternatively, if you already have an analog microphone, an XLR microphone, or that's what you want to purchase and you're going to be going out and doing interviews around and about and you want a little recording device that you can take with you, just buy a Zoom and an XLR mic and use your Zoom as a mixer. You can use a Zoom to plug in analog microphones and then use that to plug into your computer. So then you can actually use the microphones that you're using and plug them into the computer that way. So that way you don't actually need a mixer, which can be a bit too complex sometimes. If you are absolutely desperately wanting a mixer, which is fine. If that's your bag, then that's totally cool. Some of the things I would just encourage you to consider is don't buy cheap. If you buy a mixer under a hundred bucks, and I'm sure there are going to be plenty out there that promise to do the world. One of the things that I've noticed a lot online that people say about cheap mixers is that there is often a hiss that comes along with uh, the sound of that mixer. So when you plug your microphones in, there's kind of a bass level of sound and essentially you want that to be silence. But often cheap mixers will have just this bass level hiss 
that you can't get rid of. So you don't want to scrimp when you're buying a mixer. The other thing to think about is that you'll see some that have what's called a fader. So it's almost like a slidey thing. It goes up and down and that's how you control the volume. Or some instead of a fader will have knobs. Those faders, the sliders, are often you get more control out of those. So they're probably better if you are planning to buy a mixer and have it for a while. It's probably better to buy one with a fader or a slider so that you have a bit more control over the audio. Now, there are a bunch of other things that you should think about as well. So make sure that you do your research. But the other thing you should be mindful of is that not all mixers have a USB plug. So if you don't buy a mixer that has a USB plug to plug into your computer, if that's what you want to do, if you're recording onto a recording device, then that's a separate thing. But if you do want to plug into your computer to record, then make sure that the mixer has a USB cable coming out of it because otherwise you will have to buy another device to go in between the mixer and your computer and then you'll have like 700 pieces of technology when all you really needed was a microphone. So those are some things to consider if you're thinking about using a mixer. Don't overcomplicate it at the start. Really, you want to focus on the content. You want to focus on your show, on learning how to present, on getting really comfortable behind the microphone. If you're working with a co-host or guests, you want to be good at interviewing and really being present with them and being a great co-host and getting the chemistry right. So it's best if you don't have the distraction of trying to up and down a million faders and put in music and open the phone lines and what whatever else. So a mixer can be an added level of complication that maybe it's something you can think about when you're doing your shows down the track or alternatively, if you are thinking about doing live shows, then that's probably something that you will need. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode. If you find these tips useful, I would love it if you left me a review in your favorite podcast app and you can find all of the show notes. I'll put links to microphones that I recommend and you can find the show notes at podschoolpodcast.com. Just type mixer into the search bar to find the show notes for this episode. I'll see you next week. And until then, happy podcasting. That's all for today. 